Welcome to Season 2 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 83 is entitled The Great Ten Laws of Creation. The following ten laws of creation must be held absolute and inviolate by all rational beings. Law 1. That which is subject to entropy does not have free will. Free will resides only in the immortal spirit. When the spirit leaves, the body dies and goes back to the dust. The spirit goes back to God who created it. Law 2. Everything, whether temporal or spiritual, is made of matter. Spirit matter cannot be seen with mortal eyes or mortal instruments, but it is made of matter nevertheless. Some matter is reducible. Reducible matter cannot have free will. The spirit is made of irreducible matter. Only the spirit has free will. Law 3. Something can never come from nothing. As science tells us, matter cannot be created or destroyed. If matter did not self-exist, there would be nothing. Law 4. Just as matter and energy cannot be created or destroyed, intelligence or life force cannot be created or destroyed. There is no beginning or end to consciousness or intelligent life. Law 5. All order is the product of an organized set of laws. Law precedes all creation. There can be no accidental universe. Law 6. Just as there can be no accidental universe, there can be no accidental laws. Laws must be organized. That means that laws cannot self-exist. Matter and energy self-exist. One purpose of laws is to organize matter and energy using their own self-existing properties. Intelligent design is necessary to organize laws. Laws are necessary to organize universes. Law 7. All laws must be in harmony with all other laws, and that all laws are governed by a single law or a set of laws. All laws operate under one great whole. If that were not true, the universe could not exist. Law 8. Will self-exists in self-existing intelligence or self-existing consciousness. Free will, however, can only be released by organized sets of laws. The purpose of all laws is to set us free. Law 9. The greatest achievement man can accomplish is to increase in intelligence to the point of omniscience. There is nothing higher, and it is the purpose of life. God himself is omniscient, and he wants all of his children to become omniscient. His entire purpose for being is to give us what he has. Consequently, that is the entire purpose of all laws of God, because without omniscience, one can never be entirely free. Only in omniscience can one have a fullness of knowledge, a fullness of wisdom, a fullness of understanding, a fullness of glory, a fullness of power, a fullness of freedom, and a fullness of joy. Law 10. The purpose of all laws, all creation, all efforts of God is to expand our consciousness, increase our free will, freedom and agency, and to help us to become like God. Anything short of that for us is a kind of damnation. There are degrees of heaven, degrees of laws, degrees of glory, degrees of light, degrees of truth, degrees of power, and degrees of joy. 
but there is only one fullness. God has a fullness. The entire purpose of the atonement of Christ was to make it possible for every child of God to receive a fullness, to give us all that the Father gave him. John the Revelator sums it all up for us in the following words from the book of Revelation. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign for ever and ever. Revelation 22, 1-5 How can anyone reign for ever and ever unless he has a fullness of truth, and fullness of glory, and fullness of joy? What are some of the other implications of the ten laws above? One implication is that life existed before the Big Bang, and so did law, and so did matter, and so did God, and so did we. The Big Bang, if it occurred as science says, may be the source of our universe, or our galaxy, or our solar system, or our Earth. Until science comes up with a better theory, the Big Bang is quite exhilarating. However, regardless of the Big Bang theory, there are some things that the Big Bang could not do. 1. The Big Bang could not create matter and energy. They must self-exist. Otherwise, what is the Big Bang made of? What gave it its matter and energy? Science claims everything in the universe came from the Big Bang. That's not possible. Other universes existed before the Big Bang. There have always been universes, and there has always been life. The day will come when science will also discover that. 2. The Big Bang cannot be the origin of life, because life has always existed. Otherwise, something could come from nothing. It is impossible for animate matter to be created from inanimate matter. Intelligence pre-exists the Big Bang. In fact, intelligence has always existed. 3. The Big Bang cannot precede law. Only a highly organized set of laws could put the Big Bang in motion. Only a highly organized set of laws could even create the singularity that caused the Big Bang. A singularity would have to be a highly organized state, and only law can organize matter. Only law can create order. Only law can sustain order. Order cannot randomly or accidentally come out of chaos. It violates everything science knows about entropy. 4. Even if our universe began 14 billion years ago, other universes are even older, and others older still. Though there may be a beginning and end to temporal systems such as our galaxy, there is no beginning or end to creation. The very fact that science had to attribute everything to chance should be a clue that science is wrong in its theory of origins. Law is based on certainty, not probability. Therefore, creation is based on certainty, not probability. 5. The Big Bang, if it occurred, could not be an accident, and neither could our little planet. Everything in the above five rules applies also to the theory of evolution. 
Neither the Big Bang nor the theory of evolution, as brilliant as they are in theory, as logical as they appear in science, neither can account for or explain the origins of life or the origins of creation or the origins of man. Hamlet's words to Horatio ring true. There are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. Even with his omnipotence, God cannot create something from nothing. He is not a magician. He is an organizer and creator. That means that the life force cannot be created. The life force must self-exist, otherwise something would have to come from nothing. That which has a beginning will have an end, which is the position science takes with what they call maximum equilibrium or giant heat death. In scientific fantasy, everything begins by accident and ends in a massive annihilation. It may or may not start up again. That is not science. That is science fiction. In defense of science, we look to science for more than they can deliver. We demand that they explain the origin of things, but they are incapable of ever being able to do that. They are only able to measure the temporal world, which is subject to entropy. In the temporal world, it is logical to assume that that which has a beginning has an ending. That is a false assumption, however. It is beyond the realm of science to prove or disprove such a thesis. Christianity makes a huge mistake by allowing science to determine the origins of life. It is as much an error to expect science to predict the origins of life as it is to expect Christians to predict the exact time of the end of days. Both predictions will always end in failure. God is the intelligent designer. There is a fundamental law of the universe that science appears to be moving away from, which will prove to be the greatest blunder science will ever make, and it is to ignore or deny the third law. Something can never come from nothing. If that law were not absolute and inviolate, then, as Alice said, our world would grow curiouser and curiouser. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.